Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. This seems like time is flying by. I cannot believe we've made it to another Friday. I can't believe we are now officially at the last Friday of the high school sporting season. Basically, the academic year is almost wound down, and uh, the uh, sporting world ramp it up one last time. So we will have a variety of state champions by the time this weekend is over. We'll try to give you as much update as we can here, Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as we can of everything that's going on, but we have no ultimate finishes until after tomorrow. We'll have state champions in state tennis, state track and field individually and as teams, as well as state softball for all of the classifications. But right now, 
a whole bunch of action going on, but nothing will be determined uh, for a little while. But we go through all of that, plus much, much more. Rajim Seabrook uh, in studio with Yo. me, Coulter Nuanas. Thanks so much for riding with us. Can't believe it's already Friday. Uh, this week flew by. Memorial Day weekend is here. It was beautiful today. <laughs> this looks like it's going to be terrible the next couple of days, but, you know, it is what it is. That's why we love living in Montana. Uh, we will go through all the results we can possibly track down when it comes to all of the spring finales that are going on both around the state of Montana and involving athletes from the state of Montana. We uh, also going to have Moose swing by. Moose is from the Missoula Impact. It's a uh, U19 baseball program here in Missoula and uh, a bit of, di- of a disruptor, and I mean that in a good way. Uh, there has been very limited baseball options for kids over the age of 16 forever in Missoula. Basically, you either go play American Legion, which is a huge time commitment, a huge financial commitment, fun to be sure, but it also sort of hinders your ability to do really anything else throughout a summer. Uh, or you play all the way through like senior boys little league, but that gets done when you're 16. When I was in high school, we started a little bit of like a U19 team. We go play in some tournaments, but that kind of fizzled out. So Moose has got something else going on now and uh, just a new option for kids in town. So we'll get to more details on that. I actually don't know many details on this. This is actually a connection from Rajim. So uh, that's kind of what we like, though, because then I can just ask him all the questions and he can tell us uh, all of the answers. We also are going to give you uh, updates from the NCAA West Regional Track Meet, which is going on right now in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Top of the hour, we are going to talk a little NFL. Uh, Colin Kaepernick is working out for the Las Vegas Raiders. Troy Anderson is a very rich man. And, uh, of course, we'll get to some other stuff as well. I also want to pick Rajim's brain on the uh, the recent hilarious, entertaining, but also important uh Back and forth between Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher. They've been going nuts uh, with each other. Uh, to me, it's all to do about nothing because uh, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying hard enough. And everybody that's screaming and yelling about all this and all that, I don't know. I don't know, man. College sports, I know I'm cynical. I know it's probably one of my worst traits. But uh, college sports has been dirty forever, man. That's just how it is. It's just like baseball. When people are throwing fits about all these steroid guys cheating. It's like, well, you can diagnose... Uh, an, a, an element or a trend of cheating in baseball for the duration of the history of baseball. <laughs> Here nor there, it just is what it is. We're also going to talk some NBA, the Warriors, into the uh, finals again. What a phenomenal run. What a phenomenal resurgence by the Warriors. What a ph- phenomenal reemergence by Clay Thompson. So we'll get to all that as well. It is Nuana's Now. And that is our show, Outlook, presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team, the Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics and real estate experts in Western Montana. Any real estate questions you might have, give Brent and his team a call today. If you want to stream the show, you always can, 1029ESPN.com or on the ESPN Montana app. Go get the app in your life. Great way to follow along here, both live and archived each and every weekday or just whenever you want when it's the archive version of the show. And also remember this number, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. It's a Friday pie day. That means we got a free pizza pie for you, courtesy of Front Street Pizza. We'll be giving that away about 515, so stay tuned for that. We'll do that in the middle of segment four, so that's the middle of the first segment of the second hour. So stay tuned for that about hour and 10 minutes away from now we got a free pizza for you 
from Front Street Pizza here in Missoula. It's also a Floco Friday. I've been up and at it for a long time. Got up early this morning, so I've already uh, had my dose of Florence coffee times two. Uh, if you are watching it on the, the app, you'll see that our studio has been decluttered. Thank you so much to Chris and Redpath, as well as my dear friend Stephanie. They came in last night to do a little uh, Hollywood makeover. <laughs> and uh, The feng shui in here yeah. is different. That's right, right? As are the, uh, as, as I speak, good afternoon, everyone, the acoustics are a little different. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the light as well. It's, it's, it's yeah. all the... All the things. It's always a work in progress. We're going to continue to continue to try to improve. Um, but thanks to them for for coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also found three Florence coffee cars last night. So I got a lot of coffee. So we're going to be drinking a lot of coffee. Where's right? mine, son? I know. I'm sorry. I was rubbing it in from the other side of town. There's a kiosk. There's a kiosk for Florence coffee almost everywhere besides where I was coming in from. So I apologize. But I will uh, get you some full co. I'll hold down the show. On the you other can, side. You'll be back in about 15. <laughs> I got you, son. <laughs> Florence coffee. It's Friday night. You can stay up late. There's a Florence coffee company kiosk no matter where you're at around the city of Missoula. Here's what's been going down down there at Fort Missoula, the Class AA softball tournament raging on. Yesterday, it was all Eastern Conference. Skyview beat Butte 6-4. CMR beat Glacier 9-2. Belgrade beat Big Sky 7-5. And Great Falls beat Helena 8-6. Then in loser-out action this morning, Billing Senior beat Billing Skyview 1-0. Actually, excuse me, this was, this was the... Uh, the teams that won versus the teams that got buys. Billing Senior beat Billing Skyview in a matchup with two of the best teams in the state, 1-0. to zero. CMR rolled Sentinel. Sentinel was the number two seed out of the West, and CMR drilled them 13-1. to one. Uh, Helena Capital, one of the best Western teams, one of the only ones that fared any sort of well yesterday. They beat Belgrade 12-7. to seven. And then Billings West, who's also one of the primary contenders, came into this tournament with just two losses. They rolled Great Falls 14-4. to four. And uh, so there's been some loser-out games uh, this morning as well. Big Sky and Sentinel both lost, so they are both going home early. Uh, Glacier won a game, um, and Helena High stayed alive as well. So we'll get you full results in a minute. Also, the Class A tournament is rolling right now down in uh, Hamilton. Frenchtown, a primary contender. Polson, a primary contender, as they always are. And then in the BC tournament, that classification has only been around for 22 years. And Forrest Carlton has already won 12 state championships. They have been dominant in that classification. So um, they are one of the primary contenders uh, once again. State track and field is underway. Probably not going to have any official results from that for a while, though, because uh, it's not like college. In college, they use this cool AccuTrack flow track system, and uh, the, the results are almost instantaneous. Whereas um, high school track, you know, you kind of got to wait till the newspaper guys get the agate up and, and all that. So we'll track down results. I got some some potential solutions. Might be up on athletic.net, but we'll figure out what's going on. But no matter what, we'll have full re- recaps for you from around the uh, the wide world of sports uh, here in Montana. The other thing that's in Missoula is the state tennis tournament. Bozeman girls gunning for their 10th straight state title. Uh, unbelievable the dominance that Bozeman has had uh, in girls' tennis. But that we'll have results for you for that uh, as well. And uh, then in terms of collegiate sports, the NCAA regional meet in Fayetteville, Arkansas, is going on right now. Six Montana Grizzlies, 17 Montana State Bobcats headed to that meet. Two Bobcats so far moving on to nationals. Colby Wilson in the pole vault, Drake Schneider in the 400-meter hurdles. 
it's so crazy though when you look at the jump like there's so many great athletes in the big sky conference you look at some of the outdoor track and field marks northern arizona puts forth regionally and nationally competitive marks in a lot of different distance running events but then you look at some of the other athletes you know i mean for example elena carter is one of the great runners right now in the state. She's a junior at Montana State, a hurdler. <clears throat> she ran a personal best time, 13.59 seconds in the 110 hurdles. Again, her best time ever, and she was the Big Sky champion in the event. She got 35th. That's how fast these are going. I mean, some of these times are outside of your mind times. There's a freshman at Oregon right now. His qualifying time in the men's 100 meters, 9.83 Shut seconds. Shut up. Shut up. Right? Shut like, up. That's crazy, man. Like, that's... There's only like 10 guys in the history of the world that are faster than that. This dude's only a freshman in college. And he's only going to get stronger, faster. and qu- that's. Re- I just did the math on that. That's ridiculous. Well, for sure. And he's doing hurdles. For sure. Like, that's not even just straight out speed. That's quick twitch. That's a uh, very impressive. Unbelievable. Uh, the other update to give you Montana State was very good in men's tennis this year, as was Montana. Yes. The Bobcats made it to the Big Sky Championship uh, match in the on the team side of things at the Big Sky Tournament. Idaho ended up winning it on the team side of things. But Montana State's top doubles team, Jameson Nathan and Matjep Panic. They actually advanced to the national tournament and won a, a match in the first round. They upset the 16th-rated doubles team in the country. And uh, then their run, it comes to an end uh, at the NCAA National Championship Tournament. They lost to the 6th-ranked doubles team in the United States. So uh, not bad, but a, a great run um, for Montana State tennis. Uh, Rajim Seabrook in studio with me, Coulter Nuaz. We were talking about this the other day. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. The uh, the Northern Arizona track and field programs are, are peerless in the big sky. Mm-hmm. They're they're truly nationally relevant. They can't just like kind of hang on the national level. They are nationally elite for sure. Right. There's very few athletic programs from the big sky that are truly nationally elite. You can be regionally competitive and things like that, but in terms of actually going blow for blow with some of the you know the Alabamas and Georgias and, and Floridas of the world, it's just not realistic for a lot of reasons. You know, rural location, rural population, funding, all that Size sort of, of stuff. Size of school, scholarship availability. Yeah. For sure. But we were talking about this. Uh, we were talking about some of the sports that maybe could reach national relevance. A couple that we pointed to are skiing at Montana State. Just Definitely. You know, because they have the, the facilities there. They have the, you know, accessibility. Mm-hmm. Rodeo, because yep. Montana's a great rodeo state. But Andrew made a good point, too, though. Tennis could be another one. Just because tennis has such an international flavor... And so many, so often you're going to be recruiting guys and girls from the other side of the pond. Absolutely. That have never been to America. So they might be like, oh, cool. I think Bozeman or Missoula is super sweet. And they've never been to. What is this Montana exactly. you speak of? Exactly, right? And, you know, I, I actually heard this from uh, Harold Frey, the great point guard mm. from Montana State. Mm-hmm. He's from Oslo, Norway. And he's told me, he's like, man, he's like, Bozeman is very much like Norway. And I think there is uh, some some crossover there, just in terms of climate, weather, things like that. So I don't okay. know. But what, I mean, what do you think? What sort of sports do you think at the Big Sky level could sort of climb the national ladder, especially with the uh, the pending population booms uh, in the state of Montana? You know, I'll stick within that international realm, especially with how many uh, 
national uh, transitions we have with such a big organization like Soft Landing being here, soccer That's could one. be one of those. Um, we are in, in close relation to, to Canada, but our growing um, population from um, African countries, Middle Eastern countries, uh, Eastern European countries, uh, soccer is heavily played in those three countries. And uh, uh, so it would be interesting to see what soccer looks like here in a couple of years. Uh, the other thing that's growing in notoriety and popularity in this town, um, hockey and lacrosse. And as we look at people um, that are moving from the Northeast and Mideast in particular, uh, where lacrosse is at, you know, always very popular, that's another one that uh, Montana could compete at. And Tucker, uh, Tucker Sargent and his crew proved that this year. The thing that's a bummer, because we got a lot of texts about this, people were saying, well, why not football and basketball? And you can let's talk about through, that. <laughs> you can't through just certain lenses. Like if the if the cats and the Grizz stay at the FCS level, they'll be nationally relevant on that level. But yes. that's still nowhere close to being in the college football playoff. Whereas no. like Northern Arizona is going to go to this West Regional at Fayetteville, and they're mm -hmm. going to be one of the top eight or ten teams. For Absolutely, sure. and they'll send as many athletes to Eugene, Oregon, for the national meet as as any track team in the country. So. It's scaled a little bit different, I guess. Um, so, I don't know. I think that it's probably individuals in the big sky that have an opportunity to become truly nationally relevant. That, and that's already happening because we are seeing, you know, like somebody like Drake Schneider from Montana State who ran the fourth best hurdles time uh, in the regional. And so he'll go to Eugene as a, you know, a top six seed. Right, it's it's and it's stuff like that that then attracts future track athletes, both in-state and out-of-state uh to want to come and be part of something. Uh, Northern Arizona's program is ridiculous. It's the, I think it's the thin air, man. It's, it's, the, it's the elevation. Well, no, that's exactly right, though. I mean, it, it's exactly right. It's the highest college campus yep. in the United States of America. The Olympic Training Center there for Team USA for distance running is in Flagstaff. Yeah. So, they, and so it's a destination, right? Like, distance runners from around the world are trying to go. I mean, they, the, the NAU cross-country team, they train up at, at uh, there's a snowball not Missoula Snowball, not Montana Snowball, but there's a snowball there in Flagstaff. And the cross-country team from NAU goes up there and trains there. You're talking about training at 9,000 feet. That's a huge advantage. That is ridiculous. Uh, I know people that run both the New York and the Boston Marathon that do their training down in, a, like, Park City, Utah, like literally travel to higher destinations to to train their lungs and the muscle and the blood flow uh, so that when they go down to lower elevations, they're just able to keep trucking. Um I know nothing about it. Have you seen this body? A runner? I have not. <laughs> you know what book you need to read? Have you ever read The Sports Gene by David Epstein? No, but uh, we are both book lovers and yeah. book readers. Uh, I'm going to have to get you this hit, one. Hit me to it, brother. So it's, it's really good because there is some stereotypes that are attached to um, point of origin for athletes and why certain athletes are good at certain sports, a.k.a. like why are sprinters you know, why are people from Jamaica such good sprinters, right? Right. I think a lot of people brush that with a stereotypical analysis. This book gives you a genetic analysis. Like of the, I believe the statistic was, of the 15 best 100-meter times ever run in the history of the world, I think eight or nine of them, the guys were not only from the same country, Jamaica, they're not only from the same town, Kingston. Kingston. But they all come from the same neighborhood. So it's it's not this broad stroke of, 
you know, it's just black guys from Jamaica that are really fast. It's like, no, these guys actually have this specific gene that's not only been gifted to them, but also cultivated through the passion, right? They also go into why Kenyans are such great distance runners or why totally people from the Eastern Bloc are so good at the throws. There's a genetic compound and then like a nurture compound. It's a very nature and nurture book. It's not nature versus nurture. It's nature and nurture combined. And bringing it all together. Right. It's very, it's, it's super interesting. I'll, I'll Dude, have to bring get you it, a copy. Bring it. You got to be thinking about like just X amount of sports right now um, and, and, and where that is and why that is. Yeah, for sure. Love it. The uh, other piece of uh, news, there's a ton of stuff going on right now because everything is wrapping up. But one thing that we did see... Uh, with the completion of the Big Sky Conference uh, sports season this last weekend, now all these athletes we're talking about from the track and field realm and the tennis realm as well, they're they're in regional and or national competitions, but the actual Big Sky sports scene uh, closed last weekend, and so then therefore the, the league could award its all-sports trophies. For the first time uh, since I've been back in Montana, one of the Montana schools won the all-sports trophy. And this is one of those deals where I think that the schools and the participating programs, they they downplay it when they don't win it, and they upsell it when they do win it. But it is pretty cool that Montana State won the All-Sports All Trophy uh, in the Big Sky Conference. It, it has been uh, the year of the Bobcats for sure. This is the sixth All-Sports Trophy that they've won, but it's their first in 10 years. So... Um, Impressive by Montana State. They obviously had the run to the national championship game in um, football, but they also had. The, I guess the best way I could concisely say this is they didn't finish lower than third in any men's sport this last year. So impressive for the Bobcats. How much weight do you put into this, though? And if you're the Grizz, should you be concerned? No, no. I, I, this is stuff for us to talk about. This is this is this is just talk, man. Like, no, I don't put any stock. Not vested. I'm selling, not buying. But, no. Well, okay. So my argument for you would be this. Uh, I I do think that you get you get what you emphasize in sports across the board. You know this as a coach. Yes. You get what you emphasize, especially in practice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What you practice is going to be how you play. The style. Practice how you play. Play stuff. how you practice. Right, no ex doubt. Exactly. Um. And with limited resources at the Montana schools, I do think that you are um, – you have to pick what you want to be successful at. But I also think that this is a direct reflection of Montana State showing how well they're using their resources right now. Like one of the main reasons why Montana State is just so far ahead of Montana in track has to do with their continuity at academically, not athletically. They're doing such a great job of recruiting a bunch of distance-running kids that also want to be engineers. It seems simple, but it's smart. They're so then they don't have to use athletic scholarships. They can get these kids in with some money to go to school at Montana State and run track without having to burn up a lot of their scholarship money. That's smart. But then the, other the other argument I would make is I do think that success breeds success. I do think that if you have an athletic department where everyone is successful – and there's a positive environment. I think it breeds success, but I also think there's a level of internal competition, too. Like, hey, we see how the basketball team's getting treated after they go to the NCAA tournament. We got to go 
uh, represent for the school as well. So I do think there's some positivity that comes within the scope of the whole athletic department as well. I mean, <clears throat> from that lens and that perspective, Coulter, I'm going to agree with you. That, uh, uh, a blind man can see your point. I like what you were saying as far as the engineering, matching matching the students' needs academically with what they're able to do physically. Right. Uh, a good example, you know, zooming out of the lens that you that you have me and yourself engaged in right now, Cal Poly does the same thing. Sure, right. Really good example. And then creating the culture within, now I'm going to zoom back in and bring it more locally, Sentinel High School the last two years. Sure. And I'm not trying to be a homer because I coach there, but the... The ability to have that competition within the program, right, exactly, want to breed greatness in soccer, in tennis, in cross country, in girls basketball, what have you, is 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 something that Montana State not only as a university but their culture of the city right now for sure is 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 very um, I don't know reflective of what you're saying. So um, Montana State, even though I hate to give them credit and got to give credit where credit's due, they're creating a culture of, of people that want to come there for for the aforementioned reasons. Um, Montana, when I, I mean, I went to school here. I still feel like it's the same way it was in the late '90s. You know, the there's a Except couple of, not nearly as successful. Not no, not nearly as successful, but just there's just the. Energy isn't the same. When I go to mm-hmm. Bozeman and you know I step onto that campus, there's sure. an energy there, um, and and right now that that energy is just not as large as, as the Bobcats are, are producing. Well, so much of it too is just it just shows you how important leadership is. Like we we can sit here and de- deduce this and break it all down, but at the end of the day, the single reason that Montana State as a university is flourishing from a booming enrollment to a vibrant college campus to becoming, a, uh, you know, maintaining and then accelerating its reputation as an elite academic institution and having its athletic programs following that same trajectory, it all comes down to leadership. And it all comes down to first Juan Cruzado, the president of Montana State. Uh, it's going to be fascinating when, when we're really old men and we're sitting around because... What do you mean when we're, we're old men? I am an old he, man. Nah, you're only, you're only, uh, you're only half-baked. The, uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, yuck, yuck, yuck. The, uh, when, when we really reflect some 30 years from now, though, I think we'll look back at Wadier Cruzado as one of the most impactful Montanans of the 21st century. Ooh. Because I do think that she has, she's totally, she totally flipped the arms race between the universities. She was able to capture the momentum of STEM schools and STEM educations and engineering particularly engineering so well and now that's just making the 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 population boom at montana state on campus it's going to resonate for so long it's what montana should have had but then when they had this great enrollment in the mid-2000s then the university fell upon crisis and leadership yes and a massive scandal and it derailed all of the momentum like the momentum is supposed to come from the people that you're that are your alums that love giving back all that stuff and, and Montana hasn't necessarily had an opportunity to have that maybe they can turn the corner soon and I also do think that having Montana State set the pace helps Montana as well because let make no mistake about it it was the cats chasing the Grizz for a good 20 years and their their fervent pursuit of chasing the Grizz has helped them then now from a university athletic department standpoint, surpass the Grizz. Yeah, the pendulum is 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 going to swing back to Montana eventually, and they'll find something that's for sure exciting and new. You know, twenty years ago, liberal arts colleges was where it's that's at. Exactly, and, that's exactly so right. You know, so it'll be you know it'll be the next big 
whatever the, the market drives or creates or produces. And uh, like you said, it's engineers and architects right now. And 20 years ago, it was business and law. So the pendulum will, will, will eventually swing back and we'll be, talk, we'll be talking about this on the porch as old men with my dentures falling out. Looking forward to it, brother. <laughs> about 50 minutes from now, we got free pizza for you. Friday Pie Day presented by Front Street Pizza. We'll be doing that about 5.15, so stay tuned. Uh, we're just going to do a, a call-in, so when I prompt you, you can go win a pizza from Front Street Pizza. Let's talk some high school baseball. Not the MHSA-sanctioned version of high school baseball. Not high school kids playing American Legion baseball. No. There's a new option around these parts. Yeah, yeah. Moose from the Missoula Impact will join us to tell us more next Keep it right here. It's 1029 ESPN Missoula. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406 640 4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. High school sports come to a crescendo around the state of Montana this weekend with the completion of prep tennis, softball, and track and field. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Missoula is host to the Class AA Tennis Tournament and the Class AA Softball Tournament this weekend. The tennis tournament is going on at Playfair Park. The Bozeman girls are looking to extend one of the great dynasties in Montana prep sports. The Hawks have captured the last nine AA state titles. The Class AA State Softball Tournament is in its second day at the Fort Missoula Softball Complex. The East dominated the first day, winning six of eight games played, including Great Falls CMR drilling second-seeded Missoula Sentinel 13-1. In Friday morning's loser out games, Kalispell Glacier beat Great Falls High 4-1 to one to stay alive. Belgrade drilled Butte 13-1. to one. Billing Skyview sent Big Sky home after two games with an 8-1 win. And Helena sent Sentinel packing with a 15-3 victory. For full results from the state softball tournament, keep it tuned to Nuanas now on Friday afternoon. At the NCAA West Regional Outdoor Track and Field Championships in Fayetteville, Arkansas, a pair of Montana State athletes are advancing to the NCAA National Championship meet. Colby Wilson finished 12th in the men's pole vault, and Drake Schneider took 4th in the 400-meter hurdles to advance. Montana State phenom Duncan Hamilton enters the meet with the top steeplechase time in the region and will run at 440 on Friday afternoon. For updates on all spring sports, keep it tuned right here to ESPN Radio. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. for you here on a Friday. You know that means my main man, Rajim Seabrook, in studio. What's up, everybody? Yo. Hope you're having a phenomenal week. Maybe you got big Memorial Day plans. We won't be here on Monday. I forgot to tell you. I haven't even told you that all week because I didn't even know until 
earlier this week. Surprise to me, but also surprise to you guys out there, too. So no Nuanas now on Monday. We'll be back at it on Tuesday. But thanks so much for hanging out with us today and whenever else you do. It's ESPN Radio and SWX Montana Television, or maybe you're watching on the ESPN Montana app. Looks like we got some go-kart racing up there on SWX right now. So uh, if you want to see us in all of our glory, <laughs> regime's where it is Memorial Day white. Download the ESPN Montana app. Time now for a little prep extra. It's presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montana since 1907. This is not actually a high school sanctioned sport. We're talking about kids of the high school age playing a sport that's about to become an MHSA sanctioned sport, but in a different capacity. Michael Hutcherson, we're going to call him Moose from here on out because that sounds like what, what he goes by anyways most of the time. He is the coach and sort of the mastermind behind this new, newer uh, 19U baseball team here in Missoula, the Missoula Impact. And uh, so, first of all, we uh, we have a busted mic here. Maybe we don't. So let's see. Let's let's we're doing real live mic checks right here. Let's see if you can if anybody can hear you talking to that yeah, thing. Can you, uh, can you hear me nope, I don't think so. So let's just we're gonna just go back and forth. So first of all, just tell us a little bit about this. The generals of this moose. Just uh, what's the Missoula Impact all about? And uh, just how how did this thing sort of originally start? Well, we started as just a place for kids after Little League to have a place to play. Uh, we don't, we're not trying to break the bank, and that's uh, one of the reasons why a lot of kids end up stopping uh, playing baseball after for sure. Little League. I mean, it gets very. I mean, it gets expensive early. I mean, now you're talking what is travel teams at like age nine now, so you're talking yeah. like going all around the place all the time. You, parents have to make a significant investment in this. Yeah, and and no kid at at. 15, 16 years old should have to decide if they're done playing baseball. If they want to continue to play baseball, they they should have that avenue and and they still have a life. And that's what we provide them. You know, they come to play with us. We have a fun, positive environment. That's, you know, our our team culture is one of positivity. And in order for these kids to stick around and continue playing, they have to be part of a positive, you know, team positive culture and that's what we try to you know provide them a lot of these kids that come to us they've been in situations where they've just been beat down and beat down and beat down Mm -hmm. and 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 they're just looking for that person to tell me hey it's okay like we don't expect you to be perfect we're humans we just want you to enjoy playing the game of baseball so you know a group of parents got together and said we need another option you know so what are we going to do and uh, they asked me if I'd step in and coach the team. I have coached this this level for the last three years, and of course I accepted, and and said, yeah, let's continue this thing going, especially knowing that high school baseball is coming. So, what do you think of that part of it? it will, will that will accentuate what you guys do? Will you guys kind of like, will, will people on your team just basically? play high school baseball and then go into playing for the Missoula Impact in the summer? Yeah. I mean, it won't affect us at all. I think you're the, you use the right word. It will accentuate what we're doing because yeah. those kids will get those reps for their high school. There's nothing better than playing for your high school. For sure. You know, and having that team spirit. Um, I think it will it'll help those kids get that good base that they need throughout the year where they can practice all year round. And then in the summer, it'll, we'll adjust our schedule a little bit. It won't affect us as much as it will Legion teams um, because the revenue is, is different for us. Like ours is, is, you know, fraction of the cost and, and we play 
from we can play from June 1st until you know the middle of July and still get in 35 games mm-hmm. and um, I think it's going to be much harder for those Legion programs to adjust um, because how can you justify a cost that and I've heard you know that they're they're not wanting they're everything's going to stay the same kind of um, cost wise and they're just not really wanting to be flexible and I think that I mean I think that it's stinks for the community and for the communities where those legion programs are at um and i know for a fact that the parents and the board members that are part of those programs they want high school baseball sure. they are high, big proponents of high school baseball because their kids play other high school sports um baseball is just it's always been in this state a legion sport and and i think that it's going to take some adjusting for a lot of those those people that have been in it for so long. What goes into uh, sort of the, the scheduling part of this? That's that's what's interesting to me because th- this is just a personal touch to this story because this actually resonates with me quite a bit. I loved baseball. Uh, I had a variety of coaches growing up that uh, saw my potential as a football player, mm-hmm. and uh, they always pushed me to do track, and I was like, man, I like track too, but it's non-negotiable for me. I love baseball. Baseball is my thing, man. And uh, then it became this conflict where it's like, okay, well, if I want to go to the, the football camps I need to go to to be a varsity football player, it's not going to work out if I want to play baseball at the highest level. So we started a little kind of U19 team like this, and we kind of just barnstormed. We would just sign up for the tournaments that they would let us in or whatever, and that's yeah. super fun. But it was always kind of challenging, and I remember we went actually to a tournament down in the Bitterroot, and played a bunch of the the best Class A teams at the mm-hmm. Legion level in Montana, and we won. And then they were very hesitant to let us in <laughs> to yeah. tournaments because they're like, "Well, if these guys aren't even Legion, but they, you know, they can beat up on us. I don't know if we want that. Whatever." So, how's it go with scheduling? You, I mean, who do you guys play? How do you go about making your schedule? Well, we I start the scheduling process in October, November, and I've got you know good relationships with all of the Legion A coaches in Western Montana. And we play the Bitterroot Red Sox. We play the Bucks. We play the Glacier Twins, the Mission Valley Mariners, you know, the Dillon Cubs. We play all of those guys. Um, and we play in their tournaments. You know, we just, uh, a few weeks ago, we played in the Libby Lager Woodbat tournament, placed third in that one, uh, went undefeated in it last year. Uh, we play... You know, we'll play in a Glacier Twins wood bat tournament at the end of June. So, I mean, the, the teams in our area are very receptive to what we're trying to do because yeah. they realize that there's a need for it. Sure. You know, one program in a city the size of Missoula is not enough. For sure. You know, there's more kids that want to play. There's more than 40 kids that want to play baseball and and forty more than 40 good kids. Like we've sure, got, right. We've got some talented kids Man. on our team, you know, that for, sure. that for whatever reason the culture – or the demand, you know, time demand just didn't fit for them. You know, I've got a, we've got a kid on our team that's about to get his pilot's license. Wow, cool. And he's a sophomore. Right. And that takes time commitment. For sure. And we allow him to do that. You for know, sure. we've got kids that run track. We've got kids, we got one, a senior on our team that played tennis this year. Sweet. Um, because he had always wanted to. And, you know, I always tell my kids, you're only in high school once. Mm. Experience everything that you can possibly experience because you don't get to go back Mm. and and that going to prom like i never would have thought that a a baseball coach would tell me 
don't go to prom, but apparently that's what some of the Legion programs oh, do. Th- this was a huge debate on Twitter because for the highest level of, of clo- like the spring is such a feeding frenzy for, for college basketball recruiting because it's the biggest time for club basketball, for AAU basketball. Yeah. And there's always these regional and national tournaments all throughout March, April, and May. And there was this huge debate on Twitter from all these college recruiters and scouts and coaches basically saying, you don't love basketball if you're going to skip your, or if you're going to not skip your high school prom. And it's like, come on, man. Like, get a grip. Let the kid go to a dance for one day. Like, evaluate him at a different time, man. Like, a Friday, Saturday is not going to completely derail. I guess it shouldn't completely derail a kid's high school athletic career. No, you got to put that stuff into perspective. Right. right. What are the memories that you're going to have 30 years from now? Everybody's going to remember their prom. Are you going to remember that one tournament? Yeah. Probably not. Right. And maybe you, like, go ball out and get an offer or something like that. But I don't know, man. I just – I feel like – that's what I love about what you're doing, though, is – by the way, Michael Hutchison uh, here in studio. We're calling him Moose. It's from the Missoula Impact. They're a U19 baseball team here. That's one thing that – you know, I love sports, obviously. I wouldn't be doing this job if I didn't. And I love just uh, the, the, the pure joy that comes from sports. But also, I've noticed so much, and this is such a, an omnipresent trend for sports across the high school and college levels. The fun has been taken out of it a lot. That's yeah. why I loved what we were doing when I was in high school, and it seems like you guys are doing the same thing. Like, baseball, more than any other sport, is supposed to be about just, like, kicking it with your buddies and having fun. Like, Absolutely. you don't need to go practice like a professional team, man. Like, just get out there, throw around, hit it a little bit. You know, goof off in the dugout, spit some sunflower seeds, have some fun, right? Yeah, no no kid at, at 16, 17, 18 years old needs to be playing baseball seven days a week. The day that it starts feeling like a job is the day that it's not fun anymore. For sure. Mm-hmm. And and we, we keep the uh, energy level of our team, you know, we have a good time. You know, we reward them. You know, we, we play hard. Um, then we'll... You know, we'll come to practice and we'll play a wiffle ball game. Yeah. You know, let the guys unwind. Right, sure. You know, because ultimately, I want these guys to be friends. You know, you you battle harder for your friends than you do your teammate. Right. You know, and if totally. you can become friends and become a cohesive unit, you're going to play harder for each other. And if you're, if you're playing in fear, you're not playing hard. You're playing tentative. And so, so totally. we take that out of it. Like, you don't have to be afraid of us. You don't have to worry about making a mistake and getting yelled at or getting sat on the bench. You know, we, we have a saying that I, that I learned from a legendary LSU coach back in the 80s and 90s who won five national championships. He had this phrase that he used called flush it. Yeah. You make a mistake, flush it. Forget about it. It's done with. You can't do anything about it. Well, that's what we use. Yeah. Our players say it on the field. Coaches say it. Parents even say it. You make one mistake, flush it. Don't worry about it because one mistake can turn into two mistakes, three mistakes. And we just don't want to have that kind of atmosphere where you're so worried about making a mistake that that you just can't do what physically you've been doing since you were a little kid. Yeah, totally. You know? So is there a governing organization for this, or is this run through anything, or is this just a, a, this is just a uh, an independent yeah. team? Yeah, we're just an independent cool. team that is out there. You know, we're just a little fish out there in the, in the sea <laughs> yeah. of, of Legion baseball teams just trying to, you know, Play baseball. That's what it's all about. You know, we'll play. If, if somebody wanted to come to our field tomorrow, you know, we'd we'd play. Sure. You right. know, we've played the Montana, the University of Montana club team. Cool. 
um, just to try and, and get some games in. And it's all about just playing the game. So if people want to be involved in Missoula Impact or learn more about the organization or help you guys out, I mean, I'm sure you're looking for some sort of volunteers or donations or anything like that. How do they do that? Uh, well, you can find us on Facebook, uh, Missoula Impact Baseball. Um, all of our information is there, you know, contact information and, um, and stuff like that. We have, we have a great board of directors that, that kind of takes care of, of all the behind-the-scenes stuff, fundraising and all that stuff. But absolutely, you know, we're like every other, you know, youth program. We can't do it without sponsors and without partners and without, you know, donations. And um, that's what makes this possible, yeah. you know, is the community. The community helping... You know, a little a little team like us is it, you're you're not just helping the Missoula Impact. You're helping 15 kids, you know, get to live out their their dreams, and, and that's what we're all about. I love that this is all about just having fun because that's this that's what it's supposed to be all about. People wins, losses, all that stuff. It, it is what it is. But the lessons that you're going to learn playing sports. They are important, but more than anything, it's what you're, you're going to remember most, just having fun with your buddies. So I'm glad you guys are doing this. It's very cool. Anything else you want to add before we get you out of here? Um, well, we uh, play a home doubleheader tomorrow against cool. Kootenai Valley Rangers nice. at uh, Mount Sentinel Field Number 6. If, you, if you're not doing anything at 1 p.m. tomorrow and you want to see some exciting baseball, uh, we're averaging about nine runs a game. Cool. Uh, our pitching staff has been lights out. So if you want to watch some good baseball, Come check us out. Yeah, I love it. There's all sorts of diving sports going on. Maybe pop over to the fort, watch some softball. Pop over to uh, the uh, the Mount Jumbo or the Mount Sentinel Fields over there and watch some so- or some baseball. Should be a good weekend. Thanks for coming in, man. This was great. Hey, thanks, guys, man. I appreciate it. ESPN Radio Nuanas now. Rajim was listening to the show yesterday. He's got some thoughts. Why has tennis taken a nosedive when it comes to professional viewing? But golf is at an all-time high. We shall discuss, plus much more. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Radio. With no help, I'm thinking about a struggle and I find a strength of myself. These words melt in my mouth, they hot like the jail cell in the south. Before my core bailed me out. Just to get by, just to get by, just to get by, just to get by. Do a die like best stars, see the red sky out the window of the red island, the lead flowers, the G raps, living the lead. This song will always remind me of the Two Tail Brothers, especially Ryan. We got to relocate him. I don't know where he is. He's somewhere in the wide world. We'll find out. Well, Talib Kweli watched him down at the top hat a couple years ago. 
super awesome, man. There was a moment in time where like this this like genre of rap of hip hop was kind of big, right? Like Talib Kweli, Lupe Fiasco, Mos Def. For sure. Um, Atmosphere. Roots. Roots. Yeah. yeah. Roots. The roots farce. is weird. Roots. Roots. Right. They have such different time displacement for me. Why is that? I, well, because they've had so many iterations. They've true. had different front men. True. True. Questlove has come and gone. True. There's pre-Jimmy Fallon. There's post-Jimmy. You know, there's, there's just interesting iterations of the same group. But I know what you're saying of that genre. Um... It's a, it's a tweener genre. It's like right. in between Jordan and LeBron. And it's, but it's also like, how do you say this? It's like thinking man's hip hop, I guess, or like you know, abstract hip hop. Ab- abstract is pretty good, yeah. Because to me, they branched off of things like Tribe Called Quest, For which sure. was very yeah jazz laden, sure. introspective hip hop, sure. and less sure. about partying. Commons, Commons kind of in that same Common, groove. yeah. Commons in that same groove. Um, I like what you said with Lupe Fiasco. Um, some modern day guys, Coda the Friend, who's like one of my favorites. Right. Um, Odyssey, uh, just yeah, that that you really have to listen to what they're saying. It's not just a party and a hook and a bob your head. It's, it's kind of like the extension of like the OG of that, which is probably Public Enemy, right? You know, I'm I'm the uh, yes or no. I'm gonna go back to I'm gonna go back off a different hip hop branch. I'm gonna say um, the Zulu Nation, which oh, was uh, headed by one. like uh, African Bombada, which yep, gave yep, life yep, to yep. Jungle Brothers, yep, De La Soul, yep, Tribe yep, Called yep. Quest. De La Soul is another really um, good one. For you sure. know, which then gave the birth to you know things like Hieroglyphics, Dell the Funky Homo Sapiens, Souls of Mischief, The Far Side, and then some of the trickle down that you speak of uh, that you're speaking to and of right now. I like that. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. But not today. we got some go-kart racing going on right now at <laughs> SWX Montana. But you can find us on the ESPN Montana app if you want to see us. I'm wearing a uh, striped, bright shirt. It's very handsome. Trying to get ready for the... Uh, I'm telling you, summer's going to be here soon. It was nice today. It was nice yesterday and today. Some rain coming uh, upcoming here. It's Memorial Day. It's the gateway to I, summer. It's the I, gateway I to the... It's a holiday uh, gateway. Let's go. Friday Pie Day, 25 minutes from now, we got a free large pizza pie, courtesy of Front Street Pizza Mm -hmm. here in Missoula. It's on Front Street. They have what they call traditional sourcing. So this is very cool. Dave and uh, the the crew down there, they bring in the dough all the way from New York City. So it's like actually New York City pizza dough. Dude, it's good pizza. They bring in the cheese from Chicago. So that they're really they're doing this right, and it's delicious. I think it's some of the best pie you're going to find in Missoula. Hands down. It's, have, it's really I, good. I have vacated the premises of two former pizzerias, and I have not been back since. <laughs> Thank you, Front Street. <laughs> Got to love it. So we'll give you a free pizza from Front Street Pizza here about 515, so stay tuned for that. You were listening to uh, Carolyn and my segment yesterday. I was. And we were talking a little bit. And you were texting in, giving some, some commentary. And we were talking about... Uh, tennis and how much more popular tennis was in, in sort of the, the wide world of American sports than it is now. And because uh, we were talking about Andre Agassi and, and uh, you know, my argument for why tennis has fallen from the uh, the ranks of, of really popular sports on the national level in America is one, there's just so many more sports that are on TV the the 
networks have decided to go all in on certain sports and not as much on tennis. So you're not going to see the U.S. Open on NBC from start to finish. Maybe like Wimbledon will be on the, you know, the, the last couple rounds. But then I also think that there's an element of there's not a huge American star. You, 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 I was, I hate you for taking the words out of my mouth, yeah, right. but I love you for sharing half of my frontal lobe in <laughs> my executive yeah. functioning. Um, to me, tennis is very reflective of boxing in America. Unless there's a, 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 a an American champion in sports like that, people don't care about it. Right. Like, no one cares about boxing until some, it's an, and not only an American, but it's got to be heavyweight. Right. Right. It's not, right. no right. other weight class. Uh, it's, the, it's the same thing with tennis. Like, unless there's a prominent, dominant American as the face of tennis, uh, not only in America, but on the planet, like a Williams sisters, one of the Williams sisters or, or, you know, Agassi for the, for the old heads that are listening, people don't care about it. The other thing that 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 hurts tennis, I you know I hate to say, is uh, in and we'll deep dive with in comparison to golf here, is the money aspect. Like that is still to this day such a money driven sport. And when you look at the uh, the confines that sometimes money does create in sports, um, the the notoriety and the popularity becomes very secular and isolated. For sure, it's a hard entry point. For sure, there is a, a distinct level of affluence that goes along totally. with it. Why do you think it is though that golf has taken off so much then? Well, we can, we can go back to the to the 90s for that. Uh, Tiger Woods was huge in erasing a social, cultural, racial, uh, racial barrier. Um, um, golf has also become more prominent uh, amongst um, c- college athletics. Like there's been a, a, a resurgence for, for um, college uh, for colleges to produce golf. Uh, there's also just a social cultural um, backlash of of getting rid of the old guard, so to say, of, of dismantling some of the systemic issues that uh, society, um, you know, has in the, within the realm of golf. So I th- would say golf has done a better job of that than tennis has. Also, ironically, the pandemic helped golf. Totally helped golf. Because people decided they're going to get into it. Yeah. I, golf's always been expensive. True. Uh, and... I just know so many people that are willing to um, to invest in the expense mm-hmm. the last couple of years just because there was nothing else to do. Yeah, you could uh, you could have a lot of space and proxemics on a golf course. Can't do that inside a gym. That's exactly right. New is now, ESPN Radio. I've been telling you people, I'm going to keep telling you, Duncan Hamilton, <laughs> my goodness, I call him... The best athlete in Montana you don't know. Well, you all listen to this show, millions around the world every day. So now I gotta keep can't say that because you guys, I've been telling you, you do know, but the junior at Montana State at the NCAA West Regionals in the men's steeplechase. Bam! Best time in the field. Eight minutes, 34 seconds. Unreal. He takes the number one seed into tomorrow's finals, but that time is certainly good enough to already punch him a ticket to Eugene, Oregon for the second year in a row. A Bozeman native running at Montana State at a truly, truly world-class level. He continues to be must-watch, must-follow. Incredibly impressive. Congratulations to Duncan Hamilton for his phenomenal 
race, and uh, he just keeps on pushing that envelope, man. But that is now three Bobcats headed to Eugene. We'll give you updates on all of that stuff, plus talk some NFL and some NBA. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.